0: it's very very simple just uh, stick to a trade plan make a trade plan stick to a trade plan make sure your trade plan has a very very good risk reward because ultimately then other 95% of traders are all sloppy the sloppy the gambling they're emotional and after four years I've become so uh, like a robot that I'm not sloppy I'm not emotional I'll only trade this specific plan with the specific risk reward and that's why I have an edge on other
1: traders. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast. A podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street Coach, and Steven Johnson. The up and coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers.
0: Welcome to the steady trade podcast. This is Kim and Curtin, the uh, psychological wizard and uh, Steven Johnson, Jeevan Stonson, the uh, trader who Broke every rule in the book when it comes to trading and still made it profitable. Um, today's episode is going to be Kim. Uh, she's interviewed a lot of people for our book. Uh, and I normally interview a lot of people. And today she's going to interview me. So uh, it's, it's, it's a crazy twist. Uh, but uh, my, uh, my Twitter's on fire uh, recently. It's literally on fire with uh, how did you become profitable? What clicked? what are the differences what are the changes in psychology how did you finally make it um and uh, i think we'll explore some of those questions today but so, hello kim i'm hello. i'm worried hello i'm scared you I- should i'm be scared. scared i hope you're sorry. i'm to... scared I, I don't know what to do here i don't know what to do i'm worried you're, I'm so, used to, you're
2: so used to asking the questions now you're going to have the questions
0: on you no like no, like like i'm used to being in control like i'm in control like I'm used to people being like oh i'm I'm on the podcast, it's new, and i'm like i I exert that dominance and uh
2: I think you're starting to blush. I can see you starting to blush a little
0: no i think I think I just drink too much and my skin's going red, and I'm gonna die of alcoholism, which is a sad thing but but the positive news is we can make change, and we can become better as humans and individuals we all
2: are we all are so you're such a rock star now I thought maybe it is a good time to interview you while well, you're at the no, peak like, of your, yeah, of your like, rock star fame
0: no it's crazy I was um when I first started I got like semi-famous in the trading world and uh and then it died down after years of failure and then after recent success I'm becoming semi-famous again in the trading world so how does <laughs> so that it's cool.
2: feel? how does that feel just having that
0: system. um Ignored. like i i i generally um judge um my entire life on likes and the number of likes i can get so um when, when when people hit that like button i'm just like yep i'm popular i've got friends i'm successful i'm a winner like i'm fully uh i fully based life on uh, instagram likes so <gasps> and twitter likes
2: that- <laughs> That may not be the wisest plan in the long term because it's a dopamine hit every time we get a like. You know that, right?
0: Yeah, next is heroin, I know. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And you've been trading as well. You've been learning. Uh, but I mean, I think, I think today it's like uh, it would be good to explore what clicked, what was the, what was the, um, where was the growth? Where, where was the waves of learning? As a beginner, a trader, uh, like, uh, it would be cool for you to ask questions to someone who is profitable, right? So. Yeah. But I, yeah. I want, like, you, you, you lead the way. Um, okay. I'm just. Okay. It's
2: hard. I know it's hard to let go of the reins.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm trying.
2: But I'll be gentle with you. I promise.
0: No, don't be gentle. Be like BDSM. Be strict. Be aggressive. Light some candles and drop the wax. Like, um, I am ready to be tortured like, and, and there's no right. limitations and I could go further, but I'll not.
2: All right. Well, if we have to shut your mic off till you stop talking, as I ask the question, we'll do that, but I'm sure I'm, you can. I'm, I'm not talking. All right. So you were talking, you gave me a great lesson over Christmas break. Uh, you yeah. were showing me just some of the basic sunscreen, and I had some questions and you stopped me and you said, let's do this together. And that was such a good idea. So my first question to you is this, you know, I, Maybe obsessed is not the right word, but consuming experience do you have with trading? Did you have that experience or feel that way about trading right at the beginning?
0: Ah, like, do you mean did the passion was the passion, the passion there from the beginning? Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, um, I broke like? up with me. I, I broke up with me girlfriend of seven years. Um, at, at the time, a lot of my friends still had girlfriends, so I, I didn't, I was, um, I was lonely. Uh, I was lonely and I was bored and I wasn't feeling fulfilled at work. And, uh, and I came across a Tim Sykes ad saying, do you want to get rich? And I just thought, uh, I was good at, I was good at poker and I made money in that. So I thought maybe I can make money in trading. So I thought, and, and it looked like a scam. So I was, I was like, um, let's do a one year trial. I'll commit a year of my life because I've got nothing, uh, really worth do nothing else going on in my life at the time so i'll do a year of proving that he's a fraud and internet scam and that'll be good for the rest of the world or i'll become successful and i'll make money and i'll be happy that i achieved a goal so so either way i was either doing good for the world or good for me and the world because i document my entire journey doing it so either way i was better in the world and and that's all i wanted to do and
2: when was that what was that date
0: that, that was, uh, I just, I just posted the first ever YouTube video I ever did and it was three and a half, it was three and a half years ago. It was like May 2017 and then I've been profitable for the last like 14, been profitable consistently for the last year and before. So it took, it took exactly two and a half years to get profitable.
2: Okay. And at the beginning, beginning when you decided, okay, I'm going to jump into this, potentially prove he's a scam or potentially have an opportunity, what were the first steps you took, uh, literally? Like, did you do specifically read certain books, take certain courses of his? Where did you put your attention?
0: Nah, I, um, I joined Penny, Stuck and Silver. It was like $149, $147 a month. That's uh, not, not, not really a lot of money to have education. In. And I know that education, like, if you go to uni, it's like, 20 uh, if you go to Harvard, it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars i say like, yeah, 140 bucks isn't much do you know what i mean <laughs> a, a month um and i watched the videos and uh and uh um i watched this russian seminar where he was giving a speech in russia and, and a lot of it i was like oh i've got to get power through this and a lot of it's not relevant um but i i i, I didn't i wasn't I was doing it out of boredom. I wasn't doing it because I had a passion for trading. I was just bored.
2: How long did the boredom stay?
0: Um, not long, not long I'd say and there was there was a lot like I know that you're learning and you've said that you you've been intimidated um by the screens and stuff and and I had all of those things as well. It's so easy to sit on a high horse once you've made money and be like yeah it's easy yeah it's easy don't worry it's simple it's so easy to sit on that high horse now because because you almost want to do that because you've made it after all the hard work in the in the adversity but um no there was there was many times in the early days where i thought is this for me can i do it should i give up um
2: so ha give me a timeline that happened over three months six months
0: no, it it was for maybe for now. Nah, it for the first two weeks, I was like questioning it, mm-hmm. and then uh the next two weeks after that, I was pretty interested in it. And then maybe, but even and then I'll I'll never forget the time that I did the um the first YouTube video. I was, I was um I was not the first one, but maybe the second one. I was I was like setting up the camera the right way, and it was like super amateur, and I was like sitting down on some stool in this studio apartment that was shit and um and i was shaking i was shaking with nerves i was shaking with nerves at the fact that i had to record a youtube video i was shaking with nerves the first time i had to speak to tim bone on a podcast i had to drink a bottle of beer before i spoke to him wow. um just to calm the nerves i was so worried like even tim sykes and any of these team the, i was shaking then even at the thought of speaking to him and um first second youtube video i was terrified but then um well, and then out you, of nowhere you the
2: youtube video were you afraid of how you're going to look were you afraid of what your your lack of uh, knowledge about trading just like
0: get the, none of it none of it none of it and a lot of people say that and psychologists say that as well they're like what's the thought what's the message and it's like it's like honestly the thought is that um i don't like deep down psychologically we will not go too deep into this because i want to give practical trading advice and tips but it's like I'm just like I just deep down feel like a loser, um. Yeah. Even though, but not anymore. Not anymore. Like four years ago, I felt like I was a loser, like a total loser. Yeah. And I thought I'm a loser, and I'm being a loser on camera, and I'm being a loser putting it on YouTube publicly. And and I'm a loser, so no one will watch it. But but I mean, and that's just how people feel sometimes. But after like I've I've like really grown in advertising to other levels. I've exceeded people to, to levels that I didn't think I would. Here's the cleaner. Um, I've, I've become profitable at trading. The podcast has gone on to do great things. So now I have a, a, a much higher level of confidence. So I don't feel like that, but at the time I did.
2: At the, at the beginning, when you and I started to talk about, you know, when you first started, you talked about studying, listening to uh, how to become, is it how to become a millionaire? Uh, how to
0: make millions was amazing how millions. yeah how to make millions was an amazing dvd how to make millions uh trader checklist which we'll go on to and uh penny second framework was a great dvd uh, and the the tim Grattani trading and tickets dvd they were all monumental in in my learning in my journey
2: would you would you suggest to somebody who's starting out of those which one should let's say what the first two that somebody should
0: how, how to make how to make millions how to make millions then trader checklists
2: okay okay awesome and would you say when you do find yourself on the winning side is there something that you can now pinpoint is going on for you emotionally or psychologically or just habitually
0: yeah no I totally can I totally can uh, and it, and it, it's gonna come in the next episode of trading in the zone I was just listening to it before we'll have the trading in the zone book club and um, when I first started trading, I was trading because I wanted to make money. I wanted to prove myself. I wanted to prove it was possible. I was trading for the intensity rush. I was trading for the emotion. Every time I put on a trade, my hands were shaking like mad. I was, I was only I was, I was trading like uh, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. My me, me hands were shaking beyond belief at the fear, the adrenaline, the excitement, um, and I was super emotional and trading for emotional reasons. And now I've done trading for three or four years now. And like my, like the best way to explain it is my friend said actually today, he said, there's a war in Sudan. There's another uprising and people are dancing on the streets with the cameras filming each other. And then they're turning the camera to the right and there's gunshots and bullets going off and they've become desensitized uh, to the political situation. And in the exact same way, I've become desensitized to the market. Like I, I'm not excited by the market. It's okay. It's quite fun. I'm not, um, I'm not excited by winning or losing. Like I lost 220 bucks today on a short. It's the first loss I've had in a, in a long time. Um, and I don't, I don't care. Like if anything, it's the best trade of the month because I cut the loss tight. I stuck to me plan. Um, the stock ran 20% further after I cut it. So I could have lost thousands and um, but for me I'm a casino I'm a total casino I make the odds I make the probabilities everyone else plays random probabilities but I make the correct probabilities that only benefit me and then for that, for that reason I make the money
2: so what I'm hearing is that the success you're attributing to is this neutrality you're ne- neutral whether you're winning or losing
0: yeah like I don't care like I don't care like it. Uh, if I make 500, it's a, it's an okay day. If I lose 200, it's an okay day. Mm -hmm. It's not good or bad. It's okay. If I make 3000, it's amazing. If I lose 1000, I'm pissed off as shit because only because I broke the rules. So it's just about sticking, staying within a system, staying within a system.
2: What are your rules?
0: It's very, very simple. Just uh, stick to a trade plan. Make a trade plan. Stick to a trade plan. Make sure your trade plan has a very, very good risk-reward because ultimately, then other 95% of traders are all sloppy. They're sloppy, they're gambling, they're emotional. And after four years, I've become so uh, like a robot that I'm not sloppy, I'm not emotional. I'll only trade the specific plan with the specific risk-reward. And that's why... I have an edge on other traders when right did now.
2: It, When did this begin for you? When did you start to see yourself stepping into this discipline around keeping true to your trading plan?
0: About, about, about a year and a half ago. About a year and a half ago, I got to the point where I was like, I don't even care about making money. I just want to succeed at this. And when succeeding became more of a, uh, had more prevalence or more priority than making money. Like money is the root of all evil. Money is always the root of all evil. And money is the biggest enemy. It's the biggest enemy of discipline. Yeah. This is a war of making money versus discipline. The more money you make, the less discipline you have. Uh, the less money you make, the higher discipline is because you need to improve your discipline uh, to make more money. So but can you um,
2: just take me through when you're sitting down. Tell, tell me what your day looks like. Tell me how many hours a week. You are potentially going to trade. Maybe you don't literally trade, but just take me through, let's say an average day of when you do trade or a day when you wouldn't.
0: Uh, like I'll trade about an hour a day. Um, I'll trade from 8.30 till nah, maybe I'll, I'll really trade from 9 till 10 every day and that's it. I, I trade one hour a day. I look for two setups or three setups, but I've seen, I've saw the market so much that I can read it quite well. Even if it's not my setup, I can kind of read it. Um, but I'll trade from nine till 10 and, uh, I'll remind myself in the morning, you're trading for discipline, not profits. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, it's, it's a practice of, uh, like today is a celebration because today I really stuck to me plan and I really cut me loss. And even though I lost $220, it's probably for me the best, most important day of the month. Uh, whereas all the days where I've made 500, 400, 300, 600, that, that's, that's making money. But my goal isn't making money. My goal is practice and discipline.
2: So you you said I'm gonna trade from nine to ten. So just take me. A, it sounds maybe a little kind of like basic, but I'm just curious. Do you sit down at nine o'clock and start to look at the market, or do you start at eight o'clock, read stuff, do a little research? Like just give me a little hit play by play. So I have no a- like
0: I d- yeah I do almost nothing. But uh, the the crazy thing with trading is that in the first two years you have to like do hours and hours and hours and like i already told you like i have to do like i used to do like eight seven hours a day of studying every single day then on the weekend i'd do like 10 hours and uh and all i would do was lose
2: like like no um, i
0: I worked i worked i worked until five and studied sorry
2: somebody has a full-time job they probably people do seven hours a day, right? If they're parents or they have responsibilities, taking care of you know their kids or their parents or whatever. Like, what do you think is doable for most people if they? Uh, do-
0: I would. Say, I'm pretty harsh because I'm pretty extreme and I'm a little bit crazy, so I'm pretty extreme. But uh, I'd say get up at four o'clock in the morning, same as Tim Bone. Tim Bone's a family man. Tim Bone had kids. Get up at four o'clock in the morning. You can, you can, you can survive on six hours of sleep. You can get by and you'll be okay on six hours of sleep, six and a half. Um, so you can, for sure, you can work nine till five. Um, you can, you can have time with the kids like, I'm not a dad, so I can't say, but like six till eight, but then you can study nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, and then maybe sleep three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's six hours sleep. So All you, right, you can so get what six hours you, in.
2: You wait, you get up. And you're going to start to trade at 9 a.m. What what are you doing to prep before that, if anything?
0: Uh, it it yeah. I mean, these days I've I've done it for a while, so I know what I'm looking for straight away. But I'm I'm looking for top percent gainers. Uh, but sometimes I look at stocks that are up a lot over a number of days, and I look for the first red days. But typically, I'm looking on the day percent gainers, and I'm thinking, is the company. See, I'm looking for companies up 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70%. And then I'm thinking, second thing I think is, um, how's the volume? Because if the volume's high, it means that the stock's up for a reason and a lot of people are buying the stock. And, the, and if the volume's not too high, that means the stock's up, but not a lot of people are interested. So maybe the news isn't that great and it's just up by chance because uh, it's pre-market and not a lot of people are trading. So a lot of people are, few people are wanting to buy, but no one's really up to sell, so the stock's just pushed up. Um, and then the third thing I look at is the float, and I think, uh, is it a low float? Because if it's low float, high volume, it's quite dangerous. If it's, if it's a lowish volume, high float, then it's, it's, it's always an easy short. Because, uh, if it's a, a downtrend in chart, then chances are all the people are stuck and they've lost money and they'll, they'll sell into the next spike. Um, and then the fourth thing I look at is the long-term chart. Is the company doing well or is it doing bad? Then the fifth thing I'll look at is the news. And I'll say, is it up for a worthy reason, in my opinion, after four years of reading the news? Then the sixth thing I'll look at is the financials on Yahoo or on stocks to trade on the 10Q. Is the company making money? Is it not making money? Is it making less and less money? Or is it making more and more money? Does it have any revenue? Uh, or does it have revenue but bad innings Or does it have no revenue and bad earnings? And then the final thing that I'll look at is the SEC filings to see if it has... um any dilution, any offerings, or anything like that, because an offering will make it more of a short. And then, and then the final, final thing is the intraday. What the pattern looks like is the lower highs, higher, higher lows. So it's like eight steps or nine steps. And so then, basically, how what long you does do, that
2: take you now? Like today, this morning, or
0: ah, oh, like, like five minutes, five yeah. minutes, six minutes. Yeah, you go like back, go big, back bang, bang, three
2: years ago. Go back three years ago. Tell me when you first started out. Let's say the first year. How long did that process take you?
0: I just didn't know what to look for and I didn't know what I was doing. So I couldn't, it's not that the process takes a long time. It's that, it's that you, you don't know what you're looking for. So you can't do the process accurately. The process, no matter who you are, takes 10 minutes, but it takes a few years to learn the variables and how they should react for the stock to go up or down. And when you learn, it's, it's very simple. But until you, until you don't know, it's a puddle of confusion.
2: How long do you think it took you to kind of understand those eight steps or integrate?
0: Um, I'd say two years, probably. Did Maybe you feel that
2: they were put in front of you with these conversations and teachings that you were listening to, but you just didn't see how they were all related?
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, I would like, so for example, the way people learn and the way you learn to trade stocks is like, cause I remember I had a, a tweet from someone the other, uh, even today I had a tweet from someone saying, is your strategy short and lower highs? And I was like, yeah, it's my strategy short and lower highs and, and nine other things. <laughs> do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it like basically you slowly master, like say there's nine components to trading and, and if, if all nine components are bullish, you'll go long. And if not all nine components are bearish, you'll go short. Mm-hmm. And if six out of nine components are bearish, you'll go short, but you'll make sure you've got a good risk reward and the stock's really, uh, it's really, it's really, sp- you're getting a good price because only six out of nine are, are, are bearish. Um, if, and if like five out of nine are bearish and four out of nine are bullish, then you don't take the trade because it's mixed signals and you you you've got no indication how to predict it and the market's random enough.
2: What do you think but, are the three biggest mistakes people who are starting out make?
0: No, but I'll just answer the last question as well. It's um, basically you try to str- say you learn how to trade intraday, like lower highs, higher highs, double tops, double bottoms. You will find quite quickly that that doesn't work profitably. So then the next thing you do is say, I'm going to look at the long term chart and the intraday chart. And then you'll also find quite quickly. You can't find an edge by just looking at the long-term chart and the intraday chart. So then you start thinking, I'm going to explore float and volume. So step by step, you learn each of the nine components to be a successful trader. And then you start mastering float and volume and the variations and the long-term chart and the intraday chart. And then you start like, you're still losing, but you're a bit more successful. But you're still losing. Then you think, what if I brought the financials into it? What if I started really exploring short companies that lose money and, and long companies that make money? And then you start really analyzing the news. Then you start analyzing the sectors. And step by step, you master each segment. And before you know it, when you've mastered all nine segments, um, you've got a killer edge because you've got such an in-depth knowledge of each of the nine segments that you've got such a good edge on everyone who doesn't.
2: Wow. And and if somebody... It's, prof-
0: it's profound. It's profound, right? It,
2: I mean, it is because what you're saying is that you have to try all the things that don't work for you to get to the place of integrating. all. that, that it's not one thing. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's but, the biggest mistake. People think it's just one thing instead of realizing it's an integration of all nine.
0: Yeah, I know. But uh, what, the truth is you've got to say spend one month. Say you want to be profitable in a year. Spend a month looking at intraday charts, spend a month looking at long, spend a month looking at flow, spend a month looking at volume, spend a month looking at SCC volume, spend a month looking at uh, financials and uh, look at all of the, explore how a company does uh, with each of the variations changing. It takes ages. It's a massive science experiment. It takes forever. That's why it takes a couple of years to get it, unless you're a genius.
2: Do you feel that it uh, would be okay for somebody to do a month at a time via paper trading? Or just watching the market, or do you feel they have to have money in the
0: game? Like, you know, you know that I hate paper trading. I think it's the worst thing ever. That, but, um, I asked, but no, like, but uh, screen time is fine. Screen time is fine. But the thing is though, it takes, in, if you're a normal person, it takes about a year to a year and a half to master. Cause I've just explained nine variables and each of them have their own very finite differences. Uh, so it takes at least a year to a year and a half to actually have some sort of basic understanding of each of these nine or eight finite variables and how they react. Then you've got the massive struggle. If you're managing your psychology and your emotions and no one, and and it, it comes back to trading in the zone, but society and life teaches us to behave and practice a certain way in trading is counterintuitive to every single lesson that, that you've ever been taught growing up. So it takes, like for me, like I learned all of the rules and the variables over a year and a half. I've mastered them over since time, but, but, um, it took like another year on top to unlearn and relearn and reprogram my brain.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. To be fit for trading.
2: So, so I want to talk about that a little bit, but before I do, I just want to plant a seed that perhaps we could do nine uh conversations around those variables you and i because i need to learn them and if there's if there's uh like just a overview that you could give me of each of those nine i would dig it what do you think
0: you like you want to do it right now you want to give an overview right now no. or you want to do like a, a podcast I, I on think down one? the
2: road like we do a podcast you and i each of what these nine variables are because i think other people are going to want to know certainly the beginners like me I would like to know more about each of those nine in maybe, you know, 10 minutes. Maybe we do a 10, 15 minutes, uh, on each nine.
0: No, no yeah, and it, and it's easy enough to, it's easy enough to give a basic overview, but it's like, um, the, the, there's always that joke that, um, men can't multitask and women can multitask a little bit. But, uh, and that's the thing with trading as well. Like you've got to multitask times nine. You've gotta you don't really have to multitask, but you've gotta take into account all the different variables with yeah. your emotions in a high state, with your panicking, with money on the line, fighting intuitions that are not normal to you. Well, stocks are going from one one to three, one to four, two hundred percent, three hundred percent trading a million shares. Like right. that's pretty it's a pretty hard skill to do, right? Do you know what it I mean?
2: It is. You gotta juggle, you gotta juggle a lot of things. All right, so let's talk about that, the psychology side of things. So what it sounds what I just heard you say is you you had to learn over a year and a half the variables that you needed to look for and how they all integrated into each other.
0: That's yeah. And then, yeah, and the then knowledge. at some
2: point you were up against kind of the psychology side of things. Uh, so
0: yep.
2: just explain a little bit about where you where you when you look back on yourself where you were in the beginning and then what that kind of catalyst or catalysts that happened that made you now go to this place where you feel you're in this neutrality or the zone.
0: Um yeah, yeah. The most important lesson that I can ever tell anyone or give anyone in trading is that you have to take complete all emotion out of it and you need to trade like a robot. Um emotion is the absolute devil. If if profits aren't the enemy of discipline, then emotion is the enemy of discipline. It's one or the other. They're both equally bad. But um you've gotta be emotionless and, and that's 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 like telling someone uh walk through a fire and you're gonna be okay. And, and getting them to believe you, you're not going to walk through, like, you're going to have a panic attack before you walk through a fire and be okay. But trading's the exact same way. It's like, put this money on the line, short this stock. Like, say the stock is going up, up, up really fast say and short it. You're going to be okay. You're like, no, no, I'm not going to short it. It's going the other way. Uh, and when you're in a stock, you just have really, really high intense emotions and you can't say to someone, uh, don't have these high intense emotions. You're going to be okay. You yeah. can't say that the, the only way to get around it is to, have so much exposure and experience to the markets that you eventually become numb to it and uh, to, to the point where you can make very, very rational, strong risk reward decisions. So can you uh, give, us, it, give us
2: one example personally of an, a moment that you remember back in the day when you went through that panic? Like just, just walk us through what that looked like for you then and what the opposite of that looks like for you now.
0: No, like I remember I shorted, uh, I shorted, no, I went long a company that makes, uh, I think it was WKHS or it was another company and everyone was saying it's going to go higher, it's going to go higher. So I went long the night before and, um, and it didn't go higher. And then in the morning it gapped down and I only slept three hours because I was so worried. And then I got it about whatever time it was and, um, and, I just watched it go down and down and down and down. And I couldn't cut it because I was like, I was so emotionally invested and involved. And then when I lost it, I lost $550 um and I cut it and I went and I didn't get up. I didn't get up for a day and a half because I was so depressed. What emotion uh, I was just so devastated. devastated.
2: What an emotionally invested look like. Like just walk us through what was this, the head talk that you had around. I can't cut this loss. What were you thinking?
0: What no, was- but it's hard because it's like, it's like, I can't cut this loss. I, I don't, I don't know why I can't. It's like, it has to go up. If this doesn't go up, then I've failed as a trader. And, uh, and I can't cut this loss because I need to be right, because I need to prove that I can be a consistently profitable trader. And I've lost these, so I at least need to win this. Um, but now you get to a point where you've had so much experience and you've had a, a lot of, not a lot, like I haven't had great success, but I'm profitable. You've had so much experience and like that's that's ninety-five percent off not profitable, five percent off. So once you start consistently being in that five percent for more than a year, you like you just have complete confidence and faith and you don't need to justify things anymore. You're like what look, happens- I know what I'm doing, I make money all the time. So what just cut this loss. now Now I'm like a casino. Um I literally just I'm like, this is the plan. If it goes over this plan, I'm gonna cut it. Because like, I'm like a casino. I know if, if I do this strategy 95% of the time, it is tested and proven with Steven Johnson's mind and hands and fingers that it works. So I'm never, ever, ever going to, cause I've traded for so many years and I've seen what doesn't work and I've seen what does work. So I'm never in a million years going to do what I know doesn't work. Yeah. And even and like, and, and like, for example, a great example is the last three, not the last trade, but the three trades before that, I cut them. And I made $500 on one when I should have made $1,500. I made $300 on the other way. I should have made 700 or $600. And I made $200 on another one when I should have made $400. And I cut them all early because I was like, ah, oh, this I don't think this is right. So I took much less profits. But today, if I didn't cut that loss, I would have blown up my whole account. Honestly, uh, FLIN, uh, whatever it was today, if I hadn't cut that, it would have blew up my account.
2: So the discipline you showed yesterday, certainly: and the
0: day, day, day before, and the day before, yeah, yeah, and and honestly, no matter how much money I would have made those days where I was disciplined and I cut the profits early, being safe, yep. it would have all been lost today.
2: That's that's. A, I think that's just such a great story. That that just helps me understand why that consistency of mindset makes such a difference. Because that consistency is why you were able to you know save yourself today.
0: And, and, two years ago, I would have blown up a $5,000 account. Um, but, uh, because, but no, of, it's,
2: because of lack of that discipline. Yeah.
0: yeah. You're like, but no, I've, I've got to be right. You think I've got to be right this time. Yeah. Oh, this has to go down, but, but now I don't think this has to go up. This has to go down. I think I'm going to stick to me plan. Cause when I stick to me plan, I'll make money. Do it's, you, it's, do but, you, but, 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 gotcha. but how do you get, but, I, but the thing is though, like, After, after success, you have the belief and confidence to stick to your plan. But how do you learn to have that when you don't have the belief and confidence? It's a tough one. You just have to try lots of different things that work and eventually you'll find one pattern that does work and then you'll, and it will work for a period. Then you'll start messing up on it and you'll realize, Oh, I've got to go back to how I traded it before.
2: So your judgment around, any judgment of somebody starting out, how long do they need to give themselves?
0: Tim Sykes, I'll always remember Tim Sykes said to me when I first started talking to him and I was doing the YouTube videos, he said, Stephen, I promise you, don't go to anyone else. Don't learn from anyone else. Just learn from me, and I promise you, trust me, you will be successful in less than five years. He said, I promise you. He said, "I promise you." He says, "I don't care who you are, what you do. I promise you, if you study hard, you put the time in. I promise you, you'll be successful in less than five years." Yeah. And it took it took two and a half.
2: So, so the people that are coming into this thinking they can do a drive by or they can figure this out in three months, six months, a year, your message to them is, it's going to take a lot longer.
0: Yeah, no, because like, and I, like, I'll joke that I'm like stupid and stuff. But when it comes to probability and gambling and recognizing patterns and going through the variables, like I'm pretty switched on at that kind of thing. Cause I'm really interested in it. So, uh, yeah, it's for sure. It's going to take two or three. Like I, I know a lot of guys who started out when I started out and none of them are profitable. None of them. Wow. And they've been, they've been going four or five years and none of them are profitable, but, but they didn't study 10 hours a day. Um, they weren't obsessive. They didn't make videos, recapping all of the performance. It's like anything in life. If you work hard, you get there.
2: Do you talk about yourself when you meet new people or friends at work? I know you have the YouTube channel, but do you talk to general people and describe yourself as a trader? Do you think that's wise?
0: No, no, never do it ever. I don't think half the people in the office that I work with don't even know that I trade. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not really, it's not who I am. It's just something that I'm passionate about that I do. That's one of nice.
2: this, one of the questions I get asked a lot, the different kind of uh, questions from the listeners are young, uh, usually guys who are struggling with their parents because they're doing this, or their girlfriend, or their wife. They feel like you know nobody gets them. They don't understand why they're trading. They feel it's really risky. Um, yeah. Just curious, like what. What your advice
0: to them would be? No, it's so funny. It's, um, it, that's such a good question because, uh, when I told my parents that I was t- learning to trade, they said, don't do that. It's the worst thing you'll ever do. Uh, they were like, you'll throw your money away at the stock market. You'll throw your money at rich people in Wall Street. They were like, and, and, and me boss as well, me boss of this company that I'm, I'm recording this podcast for four years ago. He's like, Stephen, whatever you do, don't get into stocks. Don't do it. Um, and now me mom now me mom and dad are like, they're like, it's the best thing. I, They're like, it's the best. I mean, after, within about a year or two years, my mom was like, oh, you made money poker. Uh, so you'll, you, you might get there. And even, even like, even now me boss, Rudy, he's, uh, he's saying, oh, my wife's looking into it. And I'm like, yep. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. yep. And, and I've had, um, and on Twitter, Jennifer Cock Jennifer Kyoki is that Twitter name. I'll never, I'll never forget two years ago, she tweeted this saying, Steven, you, you drink too much, you're too crazy, you're too emotional, you'll, you'll never make it, uh, you'll never be a trader, you, you're just too crazy. And, uh, but like, here I am, the most crazy off the wall, no discipline whatsoever. Well, and, uh, I can't, you can't I found the say you have
2: no discipline, dude. You can't say that because everything you just told me about what you just did, especially even today, that was the epitome of discipline.
0: No, but I formed it over years. Uh, four years ago, I was like, it's so weird. Like with, like, with so many things in life, I am com- the most undisciplined person in the world. And when I started trading, I was also the most undisciplined person in the world. But after three years of losing and being depressed... Because I lost and days days of just like hating myself for my actions. Uh I just got it's like a skill. It's, discipline is a skill. And um after years of practice in it like right now I'm like really good at it. Like I'm really like I'll I'll mess up every now and then and I'll take a loss that I shouldn't have took. But um but now I'm like really good at discipline and I'm like way better than 95% of traders, which is why I'm in the five percent.
2: All right, so tell me what your advice to those guys would be though. If they if they have people giving them a hard time about being a trader, do you think they should just not tell people and just keep it to themselves for a couple of years till they get better? Nah,
0: Nah, I think you should um I have a friend who whose dad told him not to trade and so you'll never admit to his dad that he, he trades. But um I say that you should have such belief, such confidence, such vision you should be able to see it so clearly in your own mind. Like I could see it so clearly, like four years ago or three years ago. Like I I could see it. I could see the vision so clearly that I was going to make it. I just knew, like I knew that there was no way in the world that I would ever not make it. And I knew that 95% failed, but I knew that I had such passion and fire that I would never not make it. I knew. And I told everybody, told everyone I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. And, uh,
2: but did you tell, these are the people that you did tell you were trading, but for the mark you spoke to majority people don't know that you even trade like at yeah,
0: work. No, 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 but uh, like three years ago, four years ago, I was so obsessed that it's all I talked about. But I mean, four years ago, my company was, the company that I worked for was very small. There was only 10 people. Gotcha. But I told all my friends, I told the 10 people at work, told me family, I told everyone in New I like, I'm going to be the next millionaire. I'm going to be the next trader and I will be the next, I will be a millionaire. I will be a millionaire. And. I believed it four years ago, and I believe it now, and I'm so much closer now than I was then. But and I'm not a millionaire, but at least I'm trading profitably. But I saw it so clearly, and I still see it so clearly now that I will be a millionaire trading, um, or I'll make at least a million dollars for sure. But so what um,
2: you, can you look at people now, you know, and suss out whether you think they have what it takes to do this?
0: Um from experience I've met a lot of different people but the one quick thing that I'll say is I don't talk about it anymore because you know when you want to prove yourself so you tell everyone how good you're going to be
2: yeah
0: and you tell them all but then when you make it you you don't tell anyone because yeah. you like it's arrogant yeah so it kind of is it's kind of like that and that's why I don't talk about it with people but kind of suss out people if they're going to make it or not um it all it all comes down to attitude um it's not it's not really intelligence it's it's a little bit intelligence. So you've got to be like relatively, relatively clever. Uh, but, but I mean, just the same as I am. Like, I don't think I'm dead clever. I don't think I'm dead stupid. I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, and so the rest comes down to attitude. Like and if what, someone's what like really, like? really. The attitude is either there is circumstances, which are, and it's generally adversity. They'll have they'll be clever or relatively clever or average intelligence, but they'll be facing adversity generally financially. Or they'll have a young child that they just love to death and desperate to give a a good feature to, and they'll study ten hours a day. And I'll say and and when I talk to them and they're like asking us questions that are quite relevant and quite pertinent, I'll be like, ah, this person this person will make it one day, providing they keep doing that, that ten hours a day for a few years. Um and uh
2: who is this not for Stephen?
0: sorry who
2: is trading who's... not for
0: it's people who want to make people who aren't in it people who anyone who's in it to make money it's not for them
2: hard to hard to hear you say that again
0: anyone anyone who is in it just to make money it's not for them you, you need to love the game and and i know i'll just give the example of adversity and but you like say someone who wants to make money because they're facing adversity and financial financially they'll get into it but if you don't go on to love the game then then it's not for you you can't be in it to make money you've got to be in it because you love it gotta love trading you've got to love gambling you've got to love the probability you've got to love um mastering you
2: mastering as a person, yeah.
0: Mastering your, yourself and your own psychology and your dna yeah
2: uh Anything else you feel it's important for a new trader to, like, presumably people that are watching this are still learning. They're still beginners. I'm completely green. So people like me that are completely green, that are just on the fence about whether to do this, whether to get involved with stocks to trade, whether to listen to Tim's sites, like, what's the advice or the, not so much advice, but just, like, what would it be that if you could say a couple of things to them, what would that be?
0: yeah i think it's pretty easy i think it's um i'd say if you have an inkling to do anything explore it and see if uh see if the embers of the flames turn into a vibrant fire and um if you have a fire burning in the furnace of your stomach that makes your heart beat strong after three months and the adrenaline is pumping and you're obsessive and it's all you can think of then you know that you made the right choice if after three months you lackluster you're not too bothered, you're sleeping in for the market. You don't want to spend every week an hour on it. I'd say maybe it's not for you.
2: It's awesome. I listened to five or six hours of Tim Sykes' trader checklist. And I have to say a lot of the fear that I've had before listening to that has dissipated because everything he's saying in that is just it is just uh digestible. I'm like, I understand what he's talking about. I understand the concepts he's introducing, like maybe I can wrap my arms around this. So that's, it's calmed me down a great deal to think, oh okay, I, I get what he's saying. It's not like rocket science, but what I hear is that's that funny. the discipline, you know, it in theory it sounds uh doable. I get in reality it might be harder, but at least now I don't feel as terrified
0: no and and that's that's one of the main barriers to success as well it's it's that um you as humans we're like so scared to fail uh to the point where the certain setback or another setback will will make us it will reduce the drive uh to push to succeed what's the point in trying it i'm just going to fail anyway mm-hmm. uh, and once you start getting those 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 hints of success once you start having those waves of uh, realization you start to uh, use your ambition and drive excels even further than you could ever have thought imaginable
2: okay random question when you sit down to trade is there a certain kind of music you listen to or a mantra you say or quotes that you kind of reconnect to What what's the environment look like for yourself do you listen to death metal like Tim does Bowen
0: Nah, I don't. I I, I generally these days I'm um, I'm working and I have people asking it's quite, it's crazy, like normally when I trade I'm working and I'm at work and I'm I'm trying to juggle eight things at once and uh, I'm researching and putting on trades at the same time. So so, no. so for me, like it's very much like a, a casino. It's a uh, say like on roulette, there's uh, I think there's thirty thirty four numbers and a zero. I'm just trying to find out what's my edge that if I play this roulette game or not say if I predict the odds, it's cause like say a casino, it has 34 numbers and the greens, the, the house number mm-hmm. and the casino plays all day and night and lots of people play. I see, I see the public as the players on the casino table and I see me as the casino. So every time I step up to the plate and I look and I look at the stock market, I think what are the, what, what, what is the odds that I'd like to give these people today? Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, what what probability will I give you that I'll win? Because trading's everyone against everyone. Right. We're all buying and selling against each other. So I say, as the casino, what odds will I give all of the people to play against me? And the house always wins and I win. That's awesome.
2: That's a really great metaphor. I like that. So what's the name of your casino?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's more... Look, like it's it's roulette, so it's like ju less. I don't know. It's pretty bad.
2: <laughs> the name you have to come up with a name for it.
0: I need to go to Vegas and 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 hang out and do some cool shit there. And oh, I'll, maybe I'll brainstorm a name.
2: All right, so so we're gonna we're gonna close this up. So, if is there anything else you feel it's really important for a beginner, somebody is be, you know green as me, right? Because there's got to be listeners who have never traded, who are thinking about it, who are just starting to read the books. What else is it that you think as a
0: closing note you want to say to them? Best advice Tim Bones ever said and I've said and Tim Sykes has said is, uh, and I'm sure Doc's enrolling and everyone else says the same thing. It's, uh, watch the market until your eyes bleed. Read books until your eyes bleed. Trade, trade small amounts until your eyes bleed. Watch the DVDs. Watch the video lessons till your eyes bleed. 95% of traders lose, which means you need to do more than what 95, you need to do 95% more than what everyone else is doing. And if you do more than what 95% of other people are doing over four or five years, or even three years or two years, I did it in two and a half. You'll begin uh, to kill and destroy the game and you'll become a winner.
2: Okay. I'm going to stick in one more question. What do you think? How do you think I'll do?
0: It depends on how much you study. How much are you going to study?
2: Okay, so let's say I study not as much as you because I don't have that kind of time to commit. But let's say half as much time as you.
0: Take half as much time, you'll probably learn uh, over... Uh, if you studied half as much and you had all of the resources, then I would say if you've got all of the resources, anyone can do it. Um. So if you study half as much, I'd say... I didn't have the resources you had straight away, so maybe, th- I'm, you're way less reckless than me as well. Like, I was, I'm so reckless. It took years to hone in discipline. Um I'd say my guess for you would be profitable in two to two and a half years. Nah, no, nah, cause I was profitable in two and a half. I'd say you'd be profitable in under two years, but you've got, you've got to study hard.
2: Under two years okay so mark the records everyone let's hope to God he's right <laughs> you way, more You're is- way more
0: sense you, more you, you've got all of the psychological uh, knowledge psychological you've got all of the psych is that right Psycholo- psychological yeah okay. whatever you've got all, you've got all of the psychology knowledge and background you've read hundreds of books on trade and psychology you have mental trade and psychology. So you might not be able to put that into practice first person immediately, but I think you'll learn way faster than everyone else. Okay. Um, how, how can and, I
2: not yeah. when I have Steven Johnson on my side and Tim Bowen on my side? I
0: mean, someone, someone, someone sent us, a, um, someone sent us a, an Instagram message the other day. I put it on Twitter. They were like, dude, you give me so inspiration because if you can make it, anyone can make it. And I'm like, what do you mean if I can make it, anyone can make it? And he was like, dude, you're drunk all the time. You, you talk about ladyboys all the time. And you're the most craziest person I've ever met. So I don't mean any offense, but if you can do it, we can all do it. And I said, fine, fine, fine. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> if I can do it, you can all do it. Because I'm, I'm off the ball."
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for your vote of confidence. I, I say under two years is that would be, I think, a miracle. I can't even imagine that now,
0: but I appreciate the vote of confidence. So there's, no, was... but I'll, but we'll see in six months where you want, cause everyone learns in waves and phases. Yeah. If, if when we'll come back in six months, I, I will give a, a much more, uh, much more credible estimate. And maybe if I see what you pick up in six months, that can gauge okay. what you'll learn in the, in the rest of the time. Let's come back in I, six months. And, and do this. Yeah, but. And, and but yeah, also I, talk
2: about the variables. I, I think maybe in six months I'll have a better yeah, we'll, understanding of what they are.
0: We'll do that over a series, but, but like I can promise you, like it's like when I speak to people, I can speak to them for 10 minutes and I can say, you're about four months away from profitability. I can say you're about two years away from profitability. I can say you, you're a midway, you've got about a year to go, but I can talk to people, listen to them, see how the think, say how the trade, and you can give them a time estimate to say, you'll be profitable in this amount of time oh. or you'll never be profitable because you can see, you can see by how much they know and how far along the journey are they are.
2: And you know, I think that's a really good point. There are some people who this may not be for and, and those people, you know, yeah, most just to stuff, people select that now and get out.
0: Most people, but, but like, I already, I already said if, if after three months that Ember didn't turn into a, a, an absolute flame and fire, and uh, then get out before you waste
1: any more time. That concludes this episode of the Steady Trade Podcast. And as usual, if you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations for us, please check us out at steadytrade.com, where we actually post transcripts of the episode and recap blog posts of the episode. It's a great resource if you're looking to expand your trading and get a more immersive experience from the Steady Trade Podcast.